0: Hello, it's Denise and Diane from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And we are indeed
1: Women Beyond a we Certain old, Age. we be old. We be now, old. We be old and <laughs> decrepit. But that's why we do a podcast. Now <laughs> we hardly have to move the chairs if you get my drift. <laughs> now, today we are doing part two of our friend Liz Thompson. Because Liz, she has a lot to say. That's got, and laws. I'll tell you what else. I've known Liz for 40 years. Uh 25 or 30 years, I should say, probably more like 30. And Diane also is dear friends with Liz. So it's a joy for her to be here because the lessons here are really perseverance and determination and then dealing with a challenge that we're going to talk about.
0: Liz, you are an inspiration. So let's talk. Tell us about what happened to you in the middle of your career.
2: You're teaching, cooking, you're doing
0: lots of things. And then you take it from here. Okay.
2: So I was a culinary instructor, um, at the point let's say about through about about three and a half years and every year I was also going to the fancy food show and working for um a vanilla bean company. uh-huh And I'd put a brown chef coat on and I talk about vanilla beans every nice. you know, every, every year. And it was let's say three and a half years into my teaching and I think it was maybe my fourth maybe my fourth, third or fourth show with them. I was up in San Francisco And I woke up the next morning, and I could barely see out of my left eye. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And I was in San Francisco, and everything looked very, very pixelated. I had gone to the eye doctor previously the week before because I felt like I had something in my eye, and I went to Costco, and I was given eye drops. Um, Didn't go away. Went back. He said, you know come back again you know come back next week and then all of a sudden you know next week came and I woke up uh with this issue and I didn't really want to say anything because I wanted to finish the job of course you did I you know so I went to the booth
1: um I wasn't driving
2: so it wasn't an issue yes Yes. and I just went and talked about vanilla beans all day and I almost you know you, you get into talking about food and it takes you to such a place that I really forgot about yeah the issue at hand until you know the end of the day and then we went out to dinner and then um, when I got home on Monday, I went right back to the ophthalmologist and he looked at me and he sent me right over to Jules Stein. And I stayed there for four days and I got um, tested for, did I have MS? Did I have a brain tumor? Um, did I have high cholesterol? Did I have <laughs> yeah all these things? Was I 80 years old and it was just a chronological thing? And <laughs> no, 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 no. No, to all of them. So after four days, they determined that I had what's called um, non-arteric ischemic optic neuropathy. So basically what that is, they they said it's akin to your optic nerves having a stroke. Wow.
1: When you were saying it, I just thought, did she have a stroke in that hotel room?
2: Right. Wow. So that was only in one eye. And then when I was in the hospital, sitting there for three days in the hallway waiting for a room to open up, um, I was told, well, this is what we know. It's not going to get any better, but it's not going to get any worse. So then during those two days that I was in the hospital, it jumped to my other eye. So then there I am, and I've got this weird situation with both eyes, and they were both inflamed, but within time, the inflammation went down. So I was just left with two eyes that I could really see out of and function, but it's, um, it's a light thing. So when the room is bright, it's really bright. And I look at you, all of you right now, and I can see you. You're just, it's, like, it's like having um, shears over your eyes. Okay. I can travel. I come and I go and I do whatever I need to do. I just have to be careful with steps. And I can't read. If I pick up a paper, I can't read. So the way I read now is I just invert everything so it's black with white. And every computer screen, wow. every phone, oh. you go to airports... Everywhere you go, menus, everything—the big thing is blackboards with white. So I use my phone, and I usually use a special reader. So I was able to—that's
1: incredible—learn
2: how to do everything again. But it took; I had to take a year off. I took a year off uh, from work. I had to go on family leave and sat around for three months trying to figure out what to do and how come I can't see. And I unfortunately was sent home from the Jules Stein Eye Institute without any information as to what was facing me when I got home. They gave me no social work. They gave me no one to call, no instruments to buy. They said I could get an appointment with the low vision specialist in three months. And I said using the explicit of how the F do you expect me to wait? Thank you. I'm coming in today and somebody better help me. And I. And it ended up being, you know, a difficult situation, but then I was put in touch with the Department of Rehabilitation and I thank God for them every single day because they they walked me through getting back to work. They sent someone to my house to train me on how to use my computer and they said, you know what, you have an education, you seem pretty smart, we're going to let you put together a business plan. So you put together a business plan and you tell us what you want and you tell us how much it's going to cost and we'll give you the money and we'll get you everything you need. So I said, okay. I can develop recipes. I was trained how to get back in the kitchen and use a black cutting board and brightly colored knives and black measuring So the color, wait, wait, stop for a second.
0: The colors were absolutely critical to your ability to see. To make it
2: easier. Yes. Now now I I pretty much, I'm I'm so used to it that I could use either. So I put together a plan saying, you know, I want to do recipe development. Um, I want to learn how to do food photography. Um, I, know how to do, I knew how to do, um, you know, restaurant consulting. I could still walk into a restaurant and I could still, you know, look at their look at their books and try to and, and observe and try to sure. figure out, do they have too many employees? This, that, the other. So I put together this grand plan, and they said, okay. So they bought me a 27-inch Mac desktop. They bought me a uh, a Mac laptop. They bought me a seven-quart KitchenAid. They bought me a Leica $1,200 camera. With a macro lens. Um, they gave me six months or as many months as I needed for someone to come into my house once, twice, three times a week, sit with me, teach me how to do a Mac, uh, do all the accessibility, and... Um, this makes me so happy to hear, you know, this they is... They sent
0: me... It's... Yeah, go ahead. But this is the Department of Rehab. Yep. I have my master's in rehabilitation counseling, and I work... Really? the Department of Rehab for a year and a half, always teaching cooking on the side. But... Uh, this is amazing, and people don't realize. How, it's a California uh, office, yeah, resource, mm-hmm. and they really can help people. So this Huge. is really. But
1: see, the thing is now, but the underlying story here, Liz, is some people would have gotten up and felt so sorry for themselves that they would in not bed. have tried this, <laughs> okay? I, I would not have tried this. No. This is what. that's the, the point. This is
0: really the point. This is the point you're going to have stuff happen in your life yep. and what are you going to do? What was me or how am I going to deal with this and attack it and uh, make it work for me. And
1: make it work for yeah. you. Right. Yeah. So I was able yeah. So they
0: really gave you a boost Everything. Up.
2: Wow. They, they put how,
0: me do, back. Who told you about the department of rehab. How
2: did you uh, from it was Jules you know what? No. No, Jules Stein gave me zero information. That's very disappointing. Zero. very disappointing. It was my let's see, it was from the um the insurance company I had whenever you I tell everybody now, when you start a new job, you check that box for long-term disability, whether you think you will ever need it. If I didn't check that box, I would have been screwed. I checked that box. And once family leave stopped, that started. And, my, and the person that I dealt with there said, you know what, I'm going to call the Department of Rehabilitation for you. I think they can help you. So I figured out how to do what I love to do. So then I, I put together a website, which was a total nightmare. Yeah. It took oh, me like six imagine. months. Right. And then I joined the food consultants group. Right. And I started doing recipe development. Um, I did a lot of that, um, all kinds of crazy, you know, paleo and keto and stuff that I never wanted to touch, wanted to put my hands on. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's another that's another episode. But you
1: know that <laughs> is I, I totally understand, Liz, because Cindy and I and Diane too. But we've done so much recipe development, and people don't oh, always yeah. know this. Do you know people are listening? And not, you're not always working on projects you like. The skills of doing recipes are fun and exciting until you're doing it with fake chicken meat. Yep. That is this salty, nasty, horrible product that somebody's Mm. trying to, they want you to design restaurants. And we've literally had clients say to us, so I have nothing but admiration for you, that said, well, can you make it taste like anything other than it is? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what's the point?
2: And you think, that's a tough one.
1: Okay, I I don't
2: think there's enough barbecue sauce to hide the flavor in this fake chicken. No, and it was like me, you know, being asked to do a paleo muffin and to leave out this, that, the other, uh, and I said it's not going to be a muffin. That's right. You know, it's amazing when you take
1: the sugar, the flour, call it a tennis ball. It's not going to be a muffin. And gluten free out of, a,
2: a, out of it's, a
1: out of a baked product, it, it it's a challenge.
2: It's it do, is a it challenge. It doesn't work, and it's how it's like, long
1: did it take you, Liz? Is this as you're telling this? From when you awakened in San Francisco and okay. lost your to think, um, I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to adjust my life enough that I can still work at things that I
2: love. Probably after about six months when I started working on my business plan, and I realized that, you know, for better or for worse, I like to make money. There you go. I like to make money, and I like to travel, and I like to do things, and I like to... So you just weren't going to give up. I was not going to live on whatever somebody was going to pay me. That would be like insane. I understand. And I had two kids, and I didn't expect them to, you know, although my younger daughter, she's so, you know, free-spirited, she said, Mom, if you needed to, she said, lots of people live on $2,000 a month. And I said, that's really great, but I'm not going to do that. God bless her. God bless her. um, So, yeah, about about six months. And then I got a project through the Food Consultants Group, and I was asked to take a concept and create a product and get it to market. So a year and a half later, I've got the the pilot. It's going to go into national... um, uh national distribution and that's been really really great and then three years ago when i kept going back to the fancy food show to go backwards i kept running into sweet lady jane and i said to her when are you going to write that book i want the recipes when are you going to write that book the next year when are you going to write that book when and then the next year and then this past august something changed within the corporation and she said i want you to write that book oh how wonderful so good for you i'm writing that book Exciting, and if
1: people don't know, just if yeah. you're in LA, Sweet Lady Jane makes beautiful cakes. Um, mm-hmm. Has been,
2: She's really an, an LA icon. Yeah, yeah, for twenty or 25 30, years, 32 years. Thirty-two years. Yeah. excuse
1: me. real butter, delicious cakes, stuff that you want. It's to me, they're cakes that I ate as a child. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: They, they aren't. They aren't. What I love about them is they're not full. You know, they're not like butter, cream, sugar, sugar, sugar. They, Chuck no. E. cheese
2: garbage stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're it's really they're,
0: excellent.
1: They taste to me like homemade cakes, like my grandmother used to make. They're yeah, delicious. well,
0: the triple berry, the one, the berry one with whipped cream, is my all-time favorite. We have that so for every event that's for yeah. So
1: tonight. That is the book that um, you're working on now. You're gonna work on.
2: Yeah, I've been. I finally just about finished the proposal after about. Uh, it's taken about five months. Yeah. That's okay. That's, that's what it takes day. to
0: write a great proposal. And it's I, we go really, and
2: we, you know, every week I go to the, you know, the, the wholesale bakery and watch them put the cakes together, and I take notes, and then I go home and then I write stories, and I taste every, I've tasted just about every single dessert. How perfect. Um, so that's really my dream, yeah, my, my dream job, and uh, and it's
0: come true. Yeah, it has. Is there any other challenges that you feel like you know that you're working towards or working on?
2: Um. Sure. <laughs> well, just uh, in in terms of... Right, not in terms of my personal life, no, my pres- professional life. Oh, please. We're all yes. doing that, Liz.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a slow journey. Uh, <laughs> Growing up, I've decided it's a very slow journey. Yes. Yes. But
0: I think, you know, for anybody who's just, you know, feeling bummed out that, you know, they're having a tough time and... Their career, they're done with their career. They want to do something else. They don't know what to do. It's hard. You know, you can either go that direction, yeah, or you right. can say, you know, I'm going to go learn something new now and challenge myself. It's all, because yeah. that's kind
1: of what life yep. is, oh, in the best of uh, ways, I think. I, I couldn't agree more, Diana. And, and obviously, Liz already. It's easy some days to feel sorry for yourself, and oh, there's yeah. nothing wrong with feeling sorry for yourself once in a while. One day, yeah, yeah. Or I One always, day, I have a thing, Liz. I always say I'm feeling sorry for myself, but I only get two hours. Yeah, okay. Exactly. And then after All right, I'll shorten mine then. Okay. <laughs> or after a day, two hours, yeah, whatever
0: it is. Sometimes you
1: know, that's true. And there are days that I yeah. stayed in bed in my pajamas. Oh, let's face it. My favorite thing in life. I know, and I feel sorry <laughs> for myself. And then I get—I usually get so bored with myself, right. feeling sorry. Right, for myself right, that I that's get it. Old. It, it. It really it is old. true. It's like, how yeah. long can you feel sorry for yourself? I can't for that long. Right. I can—I I put up a pretty good well, front. Well, you know, but I get tired the truth is, I think that when you have
0: a body of work, a body of of, of uh, different things that you've experienced. It's easier for you to get up. I do, too. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so when, let's just say you've had a tough time, and let's face it, I don't care who you are, <laughs> there are going to be tougher times in your life than you can even imagine. Absolutely. And when that happens, I think that you're an inspiration, Liz.
2: Well, I think you But do. then also, I think when you start to feel sorry for yourself, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. all, it's all relative. You yes. know, I had a day, I, you know, a big project fell through, and I was I was having one of those days. And right. I thought, you know what, but I'm not one of my best friends who's in the hospital right now with oh, cancer. That's right. But you can't get too... I know. You can't, like, here's but, the thing. You can't say,
0: you can't, because this, this is something that people sometimes do, and it's really important not to do. Right. Just because you don't have a horrible disease and you're not in the hospital right. doesn't a, mean yeah. that what you're not, what you're experiencing it's isn't not, that's very true. And real. That's true. But you put
1: it more in where it belongs. Right. In perspective. Yeah. You right. can literally right. think, I, I, Liz, I'm a firm believer in that. I'll feel sorry for myself about something. You've missed the project that you wanted. Or the yeah. client's. Not paying you enough money for this or whatever. Or they're being
2: mean. Or they're being, they just turn
1: mean sometimes. (laughs) Mean, 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 mean. Mean, mean, mean. And then it's usually very easy for me because I get the message very quickly. You, I go to get in my car to drive home in my $50,000 car and I'm angry that, some snit talk to me like that yeah. at the photo shoot. And then I drive through Los Angeles and see people brushing their teeth and mm. washing their hair on the streets. Right. In they're filthy. They don't have a hot meal. They don't have anybody that's helping them at right. that moment or reaching right. out hand. And you know what? <laughs> in perspective I yeah. realize yeah. as I'm going home to my lovely home and a mm-hmm. wonderful husband and a hot meal and yep. all the good a, all the
0: good things a, a bed yeah. and a bath your doggies all,
1: my doggies yep. all of a sudden I think to myself shame on you Denise because true, yeah. there's always stuff that but uh, but Denise I but, disagree
0: about shame on you you no, have to I'm, acknowledge when you're well, having okay. a bad day when something went wrong. But it has to be in perspective to where it is. Yep. You're not battling not right. a terrible thing. But that doesn't mean, I'm really big on this, it doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge what's right. real in your okay. life. But then again, and then once that is real, it's how you handle it. Yeah. Right. Which is, I think,
1: really what you're saying. Because okay. you uh, you do handle it. Well, yeah, because I think that this is a running, a running Commentary through almost all the people and the two two or three gentlemen we've interviewed, too, yeah. of perseverance and taking a challenge and turning it into a positive.
2: Exactly. That's the lemony, lemons and lemonade really. thing. Yeah. And
1: all those, you know, you hear these trite expressions sometimes. Sometimes the platitudes. Right. You know what I mean? And I love it because when I've worked with celebrities and some of them, <laughs> but one of them one day it was on Ellen. And I, woke. and her house had burned down, and so her whole house had just burnt down. Okay, before they get there, luckily she has two houses, but this house burnt down. But that house had <laughs> costumes, manuscripts, things you know, things her that were right, right, life, right. Raised her son. Well, not in that dump. That place was still there, but the beautiful house burnt down. But I'll never forget. it. So I'm with her that day. And she said in front of people, no one died. I'm so grateful. My family was safe. My dog, you know, my cat was with us, blah, blah, blah. Right. But in reality, I knew how devastated she was. Right. Because it was such a trauma. So when we got in the car to go home, I said, well, you were very impressive. And Ellen was impressed because Ellen kept saying things like, this is what really matters. Thank God for you that you're saying this. Yeah. And she turned to me, she goes, well, it wasn't her fucking house that burned down. (laughs) laughed so hard because it was true because we all sometimes in our you know, way try to, to, try to right. make people feel better whatever our tragedies in our life we come out with platitudes and sometimes it's, that is funny you know but this is not a platitude Liz the fact that you should awaken one day and have lost your sight and then decide that it not would, all of it not all of it but to
0: a, a that large you're portion going to it, yeah.
1: rehabilitate yourself with colored knives and different things, and still get on the computer and write a book is inspirational. <laughs> It really is. It you is. are keeps our inspiration. I keeps me And I'll tell you
2: It keeps me from uh, drinking too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Because Cindy,
1: Cindy's working. If it hasn't I... happened
2: now, I think I'm all right, yeah. <laughs> Cindy will be working, and I have to text
1: her some absolutely thinking. I'll say to her, I know you can't answer me now, but I'm getting this weird message on my computer, and I know inside oh. she's thinking, I'm busy here. <laughs> so I know that I am sometimes with challenges, I'm excellent, and sometimes I'm a whiny baby. Business?
0: Really? Yes. I'm
1: shocked. And that's okay, too. No. Sometimes I'm a whiny Please. baby.
0: Please. We could have well, a wine contest.
1: If you... are okay. not, we're I'd, not rather dr- I'd rather Vino. just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> now, Liz, here's a question I want to ask you. I'm going to yes, get a shot after so this. i revealing my entire life here. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Now, tell me this. What I know you said... I know your girls. I know one of your girls. So I happen to know that you've raised these incredible, strong, bright, smart young women. And I'm sure they've learned it from seeing you. They see the good, the bad. They get it. Kids are not, you know, kids are perceptive. Right. What would you tell your younger self? Not your kids, but if you were today, you could okay. tell your younger self
2: something. What would you tell them? Don't ever accept the word no. You can't do it. Okay. And my dad, my dad told me that. He said, "There's always a better way. There's always a way to get around. Do-. Not, not, not like the wrong exactly way. But what you mean?" You, I said, "You're smart, and you'll always, always figure it out." In, no is not an answer.
1: In sales, famous man Zig Ziglar oh, always says, okay. "Everybody's going to tell you no, and you have to figure out how to ask the question where they say yes." And it's exactly it, you get more no's in your life, yeah. and you can either accept them, and again, that's. Fa- my, what would I tell my younger self, Diane? I went here. What I would tell my younger self: sleep with as many guys as you can, <laughs> oh while your thighs God. still look good, because one day they're gone. Okay? Oh God! And and the rest of us already did that. Money. I don't know. And because, it, yeah, it's not going to happen. Okay, because you're not look <laughs> like that all your life. So that's what I would tell my younger self: don't that even advice. question it. Okay. Now, what would you tell your younger self? I don't even
0: you? know how to come back from that. What would you um, tell your younger self? I would say, believe, you know, believe in yourself. You know, the voices that are screaming in your head that you, can't, that do you it, can't do it, that you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, when I think about when I got that book contract, my very first book, and I, I was just completely flipped out. I mean, like I was just... I don't know how to write a book. You were what sure am you could do it and
1: yet you could not. And I did it. <laughs> that's what I'm doing now. Don't tell Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's the tr- that the real truth is it's okay. You're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that what I have learned through my life, and thinking back now, I guess I'd say you're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Even say if you yes. don't know that you Never deep. say
2: say yes and then figure it out. you will right. have to by right. then. That's, That's exactly, it. Yeah. It's exactly. Right. And
0: not and you know you can be afraid and anxious and blah blah blah, but you'll figure it out. Right. And the, I mean now if they asked me to be an astrophysicist, I probably would say no.
1: I can put a fizzy in a glass of water. Right. <laughs> I, I know how it works. <laughs> Oh, is that not what you're talking about? Hmm. Not exact. Okay. No, I, 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 I understand. <laughs> I'm not going to be designing um, any any suits for the astronauts soon either. <laughs> or what to
0: do. So the point the point is, I think that's really good. We really came to something
1: together about um, about you can do it. I know this, Liz, and, and because I've known you and myself included, and Diane, the same thing. Once you've been a busy food lady, it's hard not to be. I'm working certainly. Less. But I'm finding other projects that interest right. me. Other ways I can help people. And sometimes it still involves food. Help, which is Help wonderful, people with food. Yeah. Because now I have more time to mm-hmm. do that. But it makes a huge difference. But I don't know. You know, you don't work in a kitchen. One of Mariano that was the in my biggest kitchen that I ever ran. He was the head, my maitre d' as I called him. And he used to say, no sleeping in the kitchen, Miss Denise. No sleeping in the kitchen. <laughs> and that's, honest to God the truth and i think of it all the time because that's what food people are like mm-hmm. i don't care if we write books recipes stylists chefs just work. you hard. enjoy
2: it and you don't realize that it's that's exactly well, because it's that creative
1: right. part of it you is that's that it's it been, right there you know you're
0: you're doing it and it just it just is more exciting and more exciting when you put
1: these ideas together when it's exciting cindy and i come sometimes to do podcasts and diane's making lunch or cooking a recipe for her column. I say, Cindy, sit down. Don't get in the way. She's like ninja chef. She goes into this alternate, <laughs> alternate universe. And she if you get in her way, but because I know what I'm saying. My family, when I go home to cook, <laughs> And I'm making something and they're saying, Oh, we're so excited. I said, And by the way, it's we're all dressed up, we've been in a graduation cycle. Yeah. And by the way, all of you get out of my way. Stay yeah. the hell out of my way when I'm in the kitchen. And the my when the nieces were little, they would like go, Mommy, what happened? Were they scared of you? <laughs> Mommy, what happened? <laughs> like it was she was so nice and and you know, we're all we that's who that, women yeah. in kitchens are. Yeah. Well, Liz, thank funny? you. Yeah. You're very no. welcome. We're gonna make you come back
2: after okay. you
1: have next, this cookbook done. Thing.
2: Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Because then that, you're, not, gonna, that sounds great. you're
1: gonna tell people the trials and tribulations, but I'm gonna tell you there is nothing better in the whole world than the day you get that book and you hold it in your hot little hands and your name is on it. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. And or the thank you. Sometimes it's a credit and the a thank, thank you. Thank you will work. That's right. I probably have Cindy. What did I oh here it is. Because Diane and I have sometimes a memory (laughs) lapse. Luckily, I still know my name is Denise. I'm not saying anything, but at least I still know my name is Denise. At least it's not Dennis. That's right. (laughs) If you would like to help us out, if you've listened to our podcast, you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever you listen to. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Women Beyond a Certain Age. But more importantly... If you have something you'd like to tell us, like we want more recipes, we want to hear from um, the plastic surgeon, (laughs) write us at womanbeyond at And all our past episodes live on womanbeyondacertainage.com, our website. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Miss Cindy. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.